Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Shanee. I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer, and spiritual guide, and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness, and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion, and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode three of the Liberated Woman. I am so glad you joined me for another episode here for some droplets of feminine wisdom and an inner knowing that you are on the right path to your feminine awakening. In today's episode, we are going to dive into what it means to be in your shadow feminine or what it means to be in your wounded feminine because the feminine is this multifaceted energy. She is a multifaceted being. And within that, there comes both light and dark, divine and sacred, wounded and shadow. And today we're really going to touch upon what it means to be in the wounded feminine energy, what it means to be deep in the shadows of the feminine. Now, many of you probably know what the shadow is. You might be familiar with the shadow. You may have started to work on healing aspects of your shadow. You may have understood that you are the cycle breaker in your family, that you are the one that is here to break the chains, to change the patterns of behavior, to rewrite the script, to reclaim your power, to reclaim your sovereignty, and to be really alive and vibrant in a world that has had the feminine living deeply in the shadow for a very, very long time. Everyone knows that the feminine fell as it goes in the story of the Garden of Eden when Eve ate the apple. We know that as a story as old as time, as a metaphor. Now you can argue that there are so many multifacets to that story and the truth of what really is underneath that is so much deeper than what we were conditioned to believe by institutions, by religions, by books that actually created the feminine to be the demon, that created the feminine to be the one who fell, to be the one who rebelled, to be the one who caused all the chaos and all of the trouble in the world. Now, the wounded feminine is, of course, an archetype of both the collective and the personal unconscious. So the wounded feminine lives out not only just in you as an individual, but as a collective consciousness. The feminine is both the voice and the soul and your heart and an essential part of your nature, but within the beauty and divinity of being in your feminine essence, you will be met with a deeply wounded side of yourself, a deeply wounded side of your feminine that lives within your shadow unconscious. And because she is wounded, 
she is likely quite unreachable for a long time, likely to be your inner critic, your harsh judgment, your weakness and your vulnerability, instead of a nurturing, compassionate, loving, grounded, feminine essence. And if you cannot connect with the divinity in you and you are living your life out through the shadow, through the wounding, then you can get caught in a cycle of self-sabotaging behaviors, in a cycle of self-sabotaging patterns that leave you feeling like you are disempowered, that leave you feeling like you don't have a place in the world, that you don't have a platform from which to express your inner creative you know, your inner creative thoughts and your inner creative voice and all the things that you want to birth into the earth as a feminine. And essentially, you end up getting caught in what is known as the maiden energy. So if you remember the story of Rapunzel, Rapunzel gets locked away in a tower by a wicked witch and she's very much in victimhood mode of not being able to break free from the tower to break free from the construct that has been placed around her. And she is living in this wounded energy of the feminine that is waiting for somebody outside of herself to come and rescue her. I'm just going to repeat that so it lands in your body. She is waiting for somebody outside of herself to come and rescue her. Now, if you imagine that you are Rapunzel and your collective jailer archetype might be a hierarchical system that you grew up in, whether it's school, whether it's an institution, a church, a temple, a mosque, some kind of religious institution, or whether it's your upbringing in the family that you grow up in, or whether it's a community or a group of people that you spent a lot of time in that shuns or tries to control the feminine, keeping her in the shadow, you would have learned that you need to outsource yourself in order to be saved, in order to be rescued. And therefore you are living in this maiden energy, the little girl that's waiting for somebody outside of herself to come and save her, to come and rescue her. But until you start to connect to your shadow self, until you start to connect to the wounded parts of your feminine, then you may not know that you are living out these patterns, both as an individual and as part of a collective consciousness that has had the feminine silenced and dismissed and unheard and shunned and shamed and blamed. So how do you know if you are living in this wounded feminine energy? How do you know if you are trapped in this energy? You know, I'm going to come back to this story of Rapunzel locked away in the tower as this symbol of your inner feminine, your inner maiden wounded feminine imprisoned by your own inner witch your own inner critic, your own inner judgment, the part of you 
that doesn't want to break free from the construct that you've been placed in that feels safer in the patriarchal conditioning because it's all you've ever known. Or maybe you don't feel ready to grow and expand and evolve into your most liberated self. And when you stay in that space, it keeps your life in the force of the unconscious, in the shadow. And the part of you that you can really rely on to help you heal is to start connecting with your intuition, to connect with your discernment, and to allow that to lead you down the path to take more action into connecting with the feminine that feels more balanced in your energy. Leaving your tower where you might be stuck like Rapunzel, leaving your wounded feminine, your inner maiden energy, means freeing yourself from whoever or whatever force outside of you has oppressed you. Now you can stay in that victimhood and blame the external circumstances. And of course, these stories are valid because you've lived experience of them. But when you start to come into right relation with your inner divine feminine, and you, you recognize and acknowledge that you've been living from a wounded space, from a maiden energy, from a victim of your own, your own thoughts, beliefs, and living in that tower, you know, you get to decide that you get to free yourself and you don't need to wait there anymore for somebody to come and rescue you. And your, your trapped feeling of being in that tower can come in so many different forms and guises. You know, you might feel that you are trapped in unhealthy situations. Maybe it's a deep sense of unworthiness. Maybe you stay stuck in a relationship out of fear or you stay in a job or a career because you think that that is what is expected of you. And someone has always expected that you become a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or whatever it is that you are doing. And in order to break free from that tower, you first have to recognize what this wounding is and how it lives in you. So I'm just going to touch upon some of these points of what it might be like to be in your wounded energy, your wounded feminine, and to see if you recognize any of these signs and how they might be playing out in your life. So the first one that I want to touch upon is this idea of jealousy and competition. Now, you probably grew up in a group of friends or girls in your school when you were younger, and you probably were the victim of somebody being jealous of you, or you may have felt jealous of somebody else. Now, jealousy is obviously an emotion that we all feel at some point in our lives. And it's played out in lots and lots of fairy tales. You only have to look at Snow White and the Wicked Queen who asks the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And when the mirror responds by saying Snow White, the queen is outraged, wants to have Snow White killed because how dare there be someone more beautiful and younger than her and fairer than her in all of the land. And this jealousy lives deep within 
our cellular system. It lives very deeply rooted. And when a woman is jealous of another woman, she is not only not celebrating the beauty and the divinity in the other woman, but it is a pure mirror of what she doesn't like within herself. And that part of her is her inner critic, her self-judgment, and the harshness at which she puts on herself or beats herself up for not being the way that she desires and looking outside of herself at another woman who may express a facet of what she wants to be. And of course, we've seen it play out so many times in films, in books, in, in uh, TV series, in fairy tales. We've seen what happens when a woman is jealous of another woman. She tears her down. She will tear her limb from limb to ensure that she stays top dog, to ensure that she stays top of the hierarchy. Now, to me, that is just an internalized patriarchal trait. If you feel like you need to have the power over somebody else and to get revenge on them simply because you are jealous of them, then sis, you are playing out the internalized patriarchy that says that somebody has to be above somebody else or that somebody is better than somebody else and there ain't no room for two people to be celebrated in their success, in their beauty, in whatever it is that they are doing. And a jealous woman will tear the other one down. I was having a conversation with somebody just the other day and she said to me that when she was, um, when she was younger, she went to a concert with a couple of friends and they walked past this beautiful girl, long blonde hair, very stunning. Um, and the two girls, as this woman walked past, just turned to her and said, what bitch? And the lady said to them, why is she a bitch? Well, just look at her. How can she not be? So their jealousy of the way this woman looked, the jealousy of her beauty instantly made them call her a bitch. They had no idea about anything about this girl, what she was going through, you know, any anxieties or emotions or feelings she might have felt. And she, who knows if she was happy with the way she looked. And so jealousy is a real trait of a wounded feminine essence, because it means that you don't feel comfortable within your own skin, that you have to project that onto somebody else who is mirroring back to you something about yourself that you don't like or that you wish you had. The second sign that you might be living out of your wounded feminine is somebody who loves to gossip and put other women down. So you've probably been in a situation like this where you are surrounded by a group of women, or maybe when you were younger, a group of girls who just absolutely loved to spread rumors about other people in the class, in the sports team, um, in the choir, whatever it was, whatever situation you were in. There were girls who would deliberately start rumors about other girls, gossip and put them down. Now, once again, women 
who gossip about other women don't have that level of self-worth about themselves that they have to talk about somebody else either through jealousy, which leads back to point number one, or through pure meanness that they feel once again, in order to feel validated themselves, they need to put somebody else down and gossip about them and spread rumors about them. Now we can relate this all the way back to the witch wounds. During the the witch trials, there were so many women who were accused of being a witch for their otherness, for their weirdness, for their intuition, for their ability to work with herbs or to work with um, doulas who were supporting childbirth and labor, that in order to save yourself from being accused of being a witch, you would snitch on a witch. You would snitch on another sister, you would snitch on another woman and you would start rumors about them and gossip about them so that you would be saved. And that witch wound lives lives deep, deep, deep within the soma of the feminine essence. And it still plays out even in today's society, probably in your office, in your work environment, amongst a friendship group, maybe in your family, you always have the gossip, the one who loves to spread those rumors. And that woman is coming from her wounded feminine because she does not feel good enough within herself that she has to spread the rumors and the gossip about somebody else. Point number three is that the wounded feminine has a lack of or almost no boundaries because in order to feel validated, it's the outsourcing of the power again, just like I explained with the story of Rapunzel. So in order to um, feel validated, loved, seen, heard, she'll just say yes to doing things that she might not want to do. She's not tuning into her intuition. She's definitely not using her discernment. She just wants to be loved and validated. And if that means doing things that she doesn't want to do in order to receive that love and that praise and that validation, and then she has a lack of boundaries. And the empowered feminine will be working on her boundaries, will set those boundaries in place, will understand her needs, will tune into her intuition and use her discernment. So if you are someone who's always struggled with boundaries or you are a people pleaser, you are a good girl, you're somebody who just wants to be loved no matter what, then you might be playing out from your wounded feminine. Point number four is that the wounded feminine is too scared to use her voice to truly express her needs and her desires and places all of her self-worth and her validation on others or receiving that validation from others and that self-worth. And again, that links back to all of the things I've already spoken about. When a woman doesn't feel secure enough in herself to express her true desires and her true needs, she'll end up talking about somebody else, the gossip, or she'll put somebody else down, the jealousy, or she'll have no boundaries. So she doesn't express what she truly needs or desires because of the lack of boundaries. An empowered woman will always use her voice and reclaim the power that lives within the voice. And again, this wounded feminine essence around not being able to use your voice to express yourself 
is it lives in the collective of women. Again, women have been silenced. The Magdalene was taken out of the Bible and silenced and called a prostitute. Eve was shamed. Women have been shamed and silenced and oppressed for so long that the inability to truly say what it is that you need and you desire with clarity, with conviction and with confidence is so difficult for so many women. And so this is not to blame you or to judge if you are living from this space. This is just to highlight where you might be living this out. And it may be that you are playing out the collective consciousness. The next point is that the wounded feminine is desperate for love and validation. It kind of links back to all of the previous points that I've said. So this is a girl who would grow, grew up in a household where perhaps she was abandoned or ignored, or the only way that she could receive that love was to do things to get that attention. So maybe it was that she became the perfectionist in order to feel loved and validated. Maybe it was that she became the rebel just to be seen and get the attention to be loved and validated. Maybe it was that she was the people pleaser to get that love and that validation. And she's so desperate for this love and validation that she'll do anything. And therefore she has that lack of boundaries and therefore she'll put other women down just to make herself be the one who gets the love and the validation and the attention. You've probably experienced this in situations um, with girlfriends where you might have liked the same person. You both fancied the same person and the other girl would have put herself above you, trodden on your toes, pulled you down in order to get the person that she wanted. We've seen it countless times, right? It's happened to me loads of times. And it's coming from a place of wounding. It's not coming from a place of wholeness. It's not coming from a place of the sacred. It's coming from a deep inner, inner wounding in the inner child, in the maiden, in the Rapunzel energy which is both your own consciousness and the collective. The wounded feminine finds it really difficult to be open to pleasure and joy. And mostly this is once again, because she feels like she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't feel validated in order to receive it. She finds it hard to receive. And that is because she's so disconnected and disembodied from herself because she places all of her validation on the external. Like she's waiting for that person to rescue her or she's waiting for that person to say that nice comment to her or she's waiting for the boss to give her the praise and the promotion, you know? And she's so disconnected and disembodied from that that she can't fully be open up to receiving pleasure because it just feels too outside of herself to be able to access that within herself. And that can play out in all sorts of ways, whether it's that you put work before any kind of pleasure, whether it's that you become hyper um, independent in a way of thinking that everything that you do um, you don't deserve to receive that pleasure and therefore everything that you do comes with a condition 
right? And it's the same way that she has conditioned, been conditioned and is living within that conditioning of, I don't deserve it. And therefore I have to place all of my validation outside of myself in order to receive my needs, in order to receive the love that I, I think that I deserve. And the final thing that I want to tap into is the lack of trust in your intuition. The wounded feminine, once again, because she's outsourcing her power to an external hierarchy, institution, family member, partner, friendship group, boss at work, whatever it is, the external power, she's not listening into her own intuition and not using her own discernment. And when you stay trapped in a space where your whole existence is based on something outside of you, you will never feel whole within your essence. So your feminine essence will feel very fractured. It won't feel in wholeness to yourself because as I said at the beginning, the feminine is so multifaceted that if you are not finding all of those parts of yourself and you're just living from one part of your being, then you are missing out on reclaiming the parts of your soul, the parts of your gnosis, the parts of your essence that are waiting for you to remember them and reclaim them with power and conviction and confidence that you are worthy of being sacred woman, a liberated woman, a whole woman. And there is a part of you, there's a part of you that wants to heal this. There's a part of you that wants to de-armor and decondition and continue this awakening journey into your most liberated self, or you wouldn't be here listening to these words. I truly believe that whoever is listening to this was meant to hear these words. You know, leaving your tower means freeing yourself, not waiting for the external person to come and rescue you. It really means coming into right relation with your wholeness, with your being, with your divinity, because you are a divine being just by your very existence. No, it goes a bit like this. You wake up one morning and you make the decision to finally leave that relationship or that job or that friendship group or the situation that is no good for you and in which you have allowed yourself to be caught up in for whatever reason. And you walk away from the tower and you start to live. You start to embrace. You start to listen to the intuition. You start to give yourself that validation and that worthiness. And you will start to see clearly for the first time how deeply you've been living in that collective consciousness of the oppressed feminine, that the feminine has been placed into the shadow for so long. And for the first time, you might be able to really recognize how you're playing that out in your life. And you will take your heart in your hand and you will begin that journey to awaken your divine, your sacred, your liberated woman. And you will begin to heal and forgive. And finally, you will find that you have expanded into this new version of yourself where you have reclaimed 
the part of you that has been fragmented and lost in time through all the stories, through all the women that have been shunned and shamed and oppressed and dismissed in silence. And it's a journey, sis. It doesn't happen overnight. If you heard my first episode, you'll hear that that kind of spanned over 10, 10, 11, 12 years for me. But now is your time because if you are listening to this, you know that you deserve more. You deserve to be the sacred. You deserve to be the divine and you deserve to be the liberated woman. If you have liked this episode and you feel that you are living in your wounded feminine energy and you need some support and guidance on how you can shift into your liberated sacred feminine I have spaces opening up for my one-to-one program, The Liberated Woman. You can hit the link in the show notes and fill in an application form and book in a chemistry call with me and come and get on board. I also invite you to come and sit in a women's circle with me or join one of my breathwork journeys. Until then, have a magical day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Liberated Woman podcast. I hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered. I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shanibella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.